everybody. Welcome back to Ideally Though. Ideally Though. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Erica. Of course. <laughs> and with me, I have my hubby, my bestie, my butter bit skull. Here. What's up, everybody out there in Podland? We are almost <laughs> the end of May. This year's flying by. It is. Like, don't go too fast on my birthday because last year it was the shortest day of the year. <laughs> oh, was year. it really? Yeah, they they recorded it. It was like the shortest day of the year last year. On my birthday, I said, that's why I was feeling some type of way. Mm. I was missing out on my millisecond. <laughs> but, you <laughs> know, funny. it's been so much stuff going on this month, like on social media and everything. So, you know, since like every month we talk about what's been happening for the month. Yeah, some some trending topics, I guess. Did you see um, where Ebony K. Williams was talking to Ayana Van Zant? Yeah. On her podcast. <laughs> and Ayana yeah. uh, asked her, would she uh, date a bus driver? And she was like, kind of like scoffed. And she was like, if he owned a company or he owned a bus. Yeah. What did you think about that? I mean, I guess being a man, what did? how did you feel about, I mean, the comment, like, do you agree? Do you not agree? No, I, I totally, I, um, there's a part of me that I could see exactly where she's coming from, but, uh, I also disagree with what she is saying. Like I could see where she is coming from. You it know felt like I mean? a little because backpedaling of, to of, me. Of, there's certain women who, uh, have a certain type of, I Do guess you, you could say quoi? stature, expectation, um, I don't know. High value, you know what I mean? And if they're doing high value things for themselves, they would probably expect a high value man as well, or whatever they perceive to be a high value man to be. So I get it, but there are plenty of high value people out here who genuinely are like loving their jobs and value. And I, I think, is where it gets, um. Not confused, but there might be different variations of what we believe or what we perceive value to be. I mean, yeah, like when she went on The Breakfast Club, it felt like she she wasn't really answering the question. And she said, as black people, we need to strive for more. I think that there's levels for everybody. Like maybe for some people who just, they maybe have parents who never really did anything and being a bus driver is like what they've always dreamed of because that's maybe it's further than what their parents or people around them, you know, and there's somebody who can appreciate a bus driver. Yeah. 401ks, um, pensions, you know, all that, like. For sure. What 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 was the lady's name? I'm always fucking up her name. What, Ayana? Ayala? Ayala? Uh, excuse me for fucking it up. I'm going to do it this entire time. Uh <laughs> I, I feel like she, she kind of described it where she was like, what if he is uh, good to his mother? Yeah. What if he is he gives back to his community? What if he is a church-going man and loves God? What if he is he loves his job as a bus driver? Like, those, those senses of value are different, right. you know? And it was, again, something she definitely scoffed at. Um, what was, what's interesting to me is it also ties into a conversation that uh, I was watching um, some clips of throughout the, this week, actually, um, with Van Lathan. Are you familiar with him? 
you've Sounds you've seen familiar. him. Or he used to work at TMZ. He was the one that left TMZ because Kanye said uh, slavery was a choice, and he wrote about it and all that stuff. Was he the one with the dreads or not? No. Okay, no. the one with the dreads. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, he's very pro-black. Pro I follow him. Um, he's someone I actually do enjoy. He's very... Um, he's like Dr. Umar, but if you put water in the Kool-Aid a little bit. So okay, like, he's, he's not as strong. Like, it's not as strong, so he, he's a lot more tasteful in okay, many ways. You know, some people be but scared. he still has that pro-black, like, you know, we should be doing stuff on our own. And he was talking to Mav Hoffa in his one of his podcasts, and he was talking about what we perceive success and value to be as black people. And it, like, again, ties into what Miss Ebony said because uh, he was saying we idolize the Jay Z's, we idolize the the uh, LeBron James's, we idolize, and especially these kids now will idolize any sh- hot streaming rapper at the moment. And social media makes it worse because cloud and attention has become something somewhat as payment in the currency in the world. But he said Chris Rock has a great joke that it's him, Diddy, Mary J. Blige on one, in one cul-de-sac and a couple other rappers. And the last house in the cul-de-sac is a dentist. You see what I'm saying? Like okay. there are pe- pro- productive people in society and, and people who run society. We learned this in, in 2020 with the uh, essential workers. You know what I mean? That like if we didn't have them, if there weren't nigga driving buses and helping out and doing all this other shit, there would be a lot of of standstill in the world. So I don't think that credit is given to the the people who really the do central workers and make the world go, go round. round. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's important. I think she really did mischaracterize what value truly is to certain types of people. Yeah, she just was like, we need to do more, and it's like. Okay, like we need somebody for everything. Somebody to be a fast food manager, somebody to be a bus driver, somebody to do sanitation. We need somebody for everything. But I think, I mean, if she didn't scoff and explain herself a little bit, like her personal self, because it was about you, not about what black people as a whole need to do. Just say, you know, you're a high caliber woman and you prefer a high caliber man. Um, it's it's okay if you're a woman who's educated, you're in a Fortune 500, you know, company, and you prefer to date somebody who understands that. It's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I think sometimes we get, it's a little bit of a Tyler Perry thing where it's like, oh, you know, you should be, oh, oh you should be okay with dating somebody who just got out of jail, braids, you know, 10 weeks old and, and you and you were you're a lawyer i hate that it's not you know it, it, a little bit it's like we're dating in our she's basically saying i'm dating in my station in yeah. a sense that and that's okay there's somebody for that bus driver your preference is totally yeah fine. you can have a preference i don't i think some people they don't want her to they want to be like no you should just you should just date you know, whoever, because they're a good man, they love their mom, it's like, okay, I can still find somebody who has all those qualities and is in And makes 300000 a year bracket. or whatever the yeah. fuck the, the, her I'm, qualifications are. I yeah. think going about it disparagingly because of the mid, you know, mid-level or average or whatever uh, 
people out there in the world, um, jobs, uh, whatever their occupation is or not, I think to talk about them disparagingly is where you fuck up. Right. You know, most of America is middle class. Middle class class. is what we survive on. Right. So I think if she would have just kept it classy, (laughs) because I can understand her. I agree with I want to date somebody who is at my level or more, right? Right. Um, I'm not going to be like, okay. I, I think a lot of people have dealt with like uh, fixer-uppers with, with men, women. You're like, oh, oh you know, man, I want to help them sure. and stuff. And that's okay for some people. It's not going to be okay for me anymore. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. Again, if I've had this education, went to school for eight plus years, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a big name, you know. It's not right to assume that she should just be like okay with a bus driver. She shouldn't have to settle. You she shouldn't should, have yeah, to settle, it, and your preferences are totally fine. Right. And I don't know if settling for, you know, if it's settling to be with a bus well, driver. Well, that's what she. I, I'm only saying that verbiage because she said that it, I shouldn't have to settle oh, if gotcha. I want something better. Yeah, like everybody's different. You know, everybody's. I, Again, she just kind of went, when they were asking her a specific question about her, she was just talking about the whole black community. We should strive for more. Listen, there's somebody for everybody. Yeah. What do you want? And yeah. you're dating a white man. So I think people were like, okay. Like <laughs> uh, like Van was, was saying, he said, uh, we should idolize those uh, postal workers who do put in the 50 years and then get to buy off their house and yeah. then set up like a, a grocery store in the community to help out and we should idolize those people. We should idolize uh, those te- the teachers like we've spoken about at uh, unmass in our podcast. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 those types of professions that yeah, the Jay Zs and the LeBron Jameses and the <laughs> you know Stephen Currys and you know all that they're nice. They're few and far between. Yeah, they're few and far between, and they don't necessarily make the world go round. I think also it was like, okay, if you're going to date a black man, um, honestly, there's not a lot of successful at, let's say, at, I think if we're talking about Ebony K. Williams at her level. Yeah. So it basically was like a, well, would you just decide to, in a sense, go with someone who is a bus driver or a postal right, worker? Right, right. And it's like, to me, if I was getting asked a question, I, was, I would be like, mm, it all depends. It would all depend because, again, if somebody, if I am a lawyer and I'm an author and I got all this going, okay, are you wanting, for me, are you wanting to stay at a bus driver making such and such amount of money, you know, because then with men too, it can be an ego thing. Like, I'm making more than you. And we won't really be able to relate on certain things. It just makes sure you can, can you fill somebody out and make sure that the ego is taken out of it and... I don't know. Everybody knows their place. I, I don't. Yeah. Um. I feel like if, like, women are in certain ways allowed to, you're allowed to do the fixer-upper thing, but that fixer-upper has to be something that turns out, like, you got to get your return on investment, like, two times. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, or you can also be a... Um, and this might not sound this might sound disparaging, but I'm not being as such. You might not be as high value, but you can shoot for high value because of just maybe a look uh, you may have or something. Oh, as know? a woman, as like, a woman, 
we men don't necessarily have, have a lot of that privilege. If we shoot down, we look crazy, right? Because what kind of dude would have that type of, you know, whoa, what is that? If we aim up, your ego becomes involved in a lot of ways. Not necessarily. Um, from what I'm saying, and this is just me as a man. Um, no, I'm e- saying the ego gets down, in- though. Or okay. like dating so down. So if you date down from Most what you are used down. to, if you date down, it might look weird. That's one reason why in a lot of cases you see a lot of these rapper circles and actor circles all dating around the same women. Because you bring somebody else new in, you know, it, new, that new fish ain't going to last for long. And it's in a pool that doesn't, it's not used to. That, you, that story usually goes wrong. So if I aim down, I'm usually cheating. I'm usually, you know what I mean? I'm usually like that, that, that person that can mm-hmm. like aim backwards for that if it's if i'm aiming upwards as a man and i'm successful and i'm high target she has to be on a certain level but then also there comes a lot of like liberties for that woman that in most cases get stripped where you're like you got to be submissive you've got to do this you've got to do that because i bring in the bread there's so much of that like alpha male shit that's involved in a lot of that ugliness where i'm like egos and a lot of that shit shouldn't get involved when it comes to really who you are in love with and who are you going to be? You're going to be with. Yeah, there should be no ego involved. Society in is saying that men should be the provider, right? So if you do decide to date up, and she makes more money than you, then it feels like you're getting stripped a little bit of your max masculinity. Masculinity. Like, yeah, you're getting stripped of it a little bit because you're supposed to be. It's so still instilled in so many people the whole nuclear family so or you like, look crazy I've, it's it's not really the same situations because you can look like she's completely out of your league so why are you even trying um that's where you get incels and, sh- and shit like that there's not a lot of like there's wiggle room for women in a lot of ways um not a lot of wiggle room for men for men they tend to date down and when i say down i mean like you might be a basketball player and she might be an instagram influencer you see what I'm saying? So, but that looks good because she's hot. So men tend to date more down their, let's say, tax bracket because, I mean, you got a pretty face, then, I mean, it never looks crazy. It never looks crazy. Uh, it's always a, she's a trophy wife. She's a, she's a. That's why I said you the know. submission stuff. Yeah. So, like, I never feel like for men it looks bad when you date down. It looks bad when women date down because it's like, oh, you a sugar mama? Oh, what he doing sleeping on your couch? Oh, that's the thing that women have to deal with with dating down. If we date up, oh, is that big papa? Are you, you know, are you a sugar baby? There's some things that come along with being a woman. I, I feel it. I feel what you're saying, but I, I completely don't. I don't believe you. You feel that way entirely because if if your boy uh, Michael Baboa Jordan stop uh, happened to date someone completely out of his league. You would look at him a certain way, like what out of are you his league, like doing? more, like out of his league, like like date higher up, no, or lower, no, it, out of his league. If he's high value, yeah, who's more high probably, value than him right now? Maybe Beyonce. Okay, if he date Beyonce, I'm not saying, I would and, not. And so, if he's dating down, which is you said, you said men don't get flack for dating down. If he were to, you would look at him crazy. He will get flack. He gets he got flack for dating Lori Harvey. Who people said was down and below him in certain no, cases. I think and was, in other circles, she was above him. So, like, yeah, no, I think the only flack was that the age, it was a 10 years age gap. But I don't feel like it's Steve Harvey's daughter. Like, 
they got money. It's not a that she has so many deals. She's a model. She she does she does a lot of branding and stuff. I don't see it being not many people know her for that. You might because you might know of her, but most most people know her for her her dating circle and what how many bodies she has. People know him for being what an actor. Okay, but then he is the goody two shoes kid. He is this that and the other. So he got flack for going with somebody who had a body count, which would be out of his yeah, norm. I guess so, right? Because it's like a. You're like the the kid next door, and she kind of like the whole. I can understand that one. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, it, it is there is there is a you you can you still be high do. value and date down and still catch flack and all that. Shit. You really don't have much wiggle room as yeah, a man. Yeah. It's a lose lose wherever you go. You have to be happy at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean for but again, Ebony K Williams just got flack for. I mean, I think it was the whole scoffing. I think it felt, it's the disparaging yeah, part of it. Yeah, it was like that because then people. But if she would have just explained herself a little bit more, oh, absolutely, and just said, "Listen, there's no problem with bus drivers because there's somebody who, there's a woman who is like, damn, like he has benefits. He that's that's a good quality man. And for most women, that would be. But when you're a high caliber woman like her, she's just trying to say, no, he has to have more. Kind of feels like that question that uh. Miss Elania, whatever. Ayala. Uh, kind of gave her was kind of um, kind of a trick one, if you I will. Like because she if she's damned it. if she do and damned if she don't, no matter what she chooses, anyway it goes, you know? I feel like Auntie did that on purpose and, and she fell into the trap. Well, I mean, she got ate up on social media and the internet took it too. And, and she felt like she It had is to... what it is. That's what they do, right? And then when she got on the breakfast club, she was just so mean. Like She's always had, kind of been a lot really stern with what she says, though. Like, DJ Envy was over there in the corner looking like a little toddler, and he, like, very can defensive. I speak, can I speak or what? Very defensive. <laughs> I was like, girl, it don't look good for you. It don't look. Moral of the story, date who you want to date, because he, he everybody's go going to have uh, their own opinions yeah. about it. It's a, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so this came in early this month. Did you hear about that hotel manager that was sucking on the feet? Um, oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of remember uh, a whiff of that. Ew. Uh. Okay. So this Tennessee hotel manager, he is now facing charges after sneaking into a guest's room and sucking on their toes. So he's like this 52-year-old, what's his name, David Neal? He was arrested. So he, so he, I don't know if the man, it was a man too. I don't know if the man was wearing open toe sandals, came into the hotel. This was the Hilton, came into the hotel and uh, he must have saw them good old feet, decided at what time. It had to be about five o'clock in the morning. He made him a key card and he walked his ass into that man's room without no fear. And the man woke up to that. The man looks crazy looking to him sucking on his feet. So what would you do in that instance? You, you know, let's say you're in Tennessee for a business trip. You at the Hilton, you know, this weird looking white guy, you know, he hands you your key card and then he looked down at your feet, you know, imagine. And then you walk up, you get some drinks, you go do your thing, you go to sleep. Five o'clock in the morning, you feel something wet between your toes. <laughs> what you gonna do? That's disgusting. Um, <laughs> what you gonna do? Well, I, I'd fight him. 
more or less. Maybe <laughs> there would be some assaults happening. Furniture moving. Furniture like, would you be would like, be how, you didn't even, I don't think the man even heard him come in. Yeah. So. It, but it, it would be difficult for him to get in because I would more or less, I would have that little, like, latch on that door. Oh, I always do have those, those like, on there. So the fact that he was able to get in means that dude did not have that latch on that door at all. That extra, like, top oh, latch at the or top. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can make a key card and get in, of course, but they all have latches. I mean, you know, we've all been in hotels. So, uh, for him not to have that on there, is, that's that. wild. But then that means that he knew or took a chance on that door being locked. Like, it, the only reason why he was able to suck on that dude's toe is because that that latch wasn't on the door because well, he's probably opened another door and it's stuck and he was like housekeeping and then like closed it because he got caught. <laughs> but you know, shit. there's certain suites that don't have that, so it's double door. So Wait, you said this was a what a Hilton? Yeah, this is okay. A Hilton. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been a fancy. You gonna say the Hilton ain't got a, a fancy Hilton in Tennessee? <laughs> ain't no latch. No, you know there's what definitely a latch in that door. He did this before. See? This ain't your first damn incident. You just yeah. like took a risk that he first time. He definitely did this shit before. He definitely did this shit before. Doesn't it give you uh, Night Stalker vibes? Because that's how the Night Stalker started off in the hotels, sneaking into oh, yeah, the rooms. Right. That's right. He started out in the hotels. Yeah, raping the the guests. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's scary, but it also makes you like you know want to just continue to always be secure. Like lock that fucking latch, like. It's there for a reason. You it's nice to see that a man got assaulted. And not to be like that, but it's like, now you see what we got to deal with, with, you know, nah. always have to look over our shoulders. There's as too women. much of that shit that's just unspoken for men anyway. Don't uh, suck on my toes? But, I mean, just being assaulted in general. <laughs> but, like, that is, that's grounds to get, like, genuinely terminated, like, from life. Not just from the job, from life. I would have stomped that nigga in. So you like to sleep naked, so you would just been I would fight him naked. I would have fought him naked. Nobody wants to all. fight a naked dude, first off. And then <laughs> no one wants to fight a naked dude. You know, it's too much flapping, too much going on, too much movement. But, oh my god, I can only imagine. <laughs> but I'm still I got the element of surprise at that point because of how I react. Boom, we're getting it. I'm fucking him up. <laughs> you know what? He's he admitted to the police that he entered the room because he claims um, he smelled smoke and he wanted to check on the guy. Uh, so you, I mean, what level was this man hotel room on? And and I don't know, like smelled smoke. You huh? supposed to then you call you call the room. That sounds like bullshit. To I just me. wanted to make sure he was okay. So he was charged with aggravated burglary as well as assault and. He could still be currently in custody um, on a $27,000 bond. A $27,000 bond? Yeah, huh? so he can get out easily. Okay. He looked okay. like a weirdo. Um, I could not imagine. That's why now, if you go on Amazon, they do have those hotel like lock things where you can put between the door, and it's an extra security. Because you don't know. People could be following you again. That man probably didn't notice. He probably had his feet all out. Maybe he didn't. He just maybe looked at his fingers and was like, ooh, I know his feet is scrumptious. And he couldn't help himself. And he went up to that room. He must have been thinking about it for a minute. Because why are you waiting until 5 o'clock in the morning? To 5 o'clock in the morning, too, people might be getting up. Wouldn't you want to do it at, like, 3, 
or something when they're like in REM sleep. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to give no advice to no weirdos, but I'm just thinking <laughs> like, come on now. I don't know. That's a, that's a wild situation. That is a pretty wild situation. Be careful. Now, you know, there's still stuff going on about chat AI and just AI in general. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Tom Hanks actually said today that he, you know, AI would be allowed to uh, use him. For his movies long after death and i'm like why why mm, it's like why? i said that was going to be a thing it could be a thing i think it's not a good thing to do but i mean to each his damn own it's good if you have an estate so what you been hearing about this whole ai stuff uh well there was that announcement that you just did which i think is um if done correctly and done tastefully will change the course of how actors do things now when it comes to their rights to movies and things yeah. of that nature. Um, but I do feel as if there 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 are some some valid concerns. Uh, there was just a congressional hearing with uh, OpenAI CEO or CEO, excuse me, um, IBM's I want to say CEO and another I want to say it was an NYU uh, professor. Um, and they were basically talking about um, some genuine concerns and dangers when it comes to AI. Yeah. Um, regulations have been kind of like brought to the table from their own perspective. Um, fears that, uh, you know, these this next year's elections for us um, could be heavily heavily skewed in certain directions because of AI. I mean, if you create enough bots to mimic enough real people, you know what I mean, and then make comments on things. This is an example that was given during the uh, congressional hearing. You could, um, you know, you could certainly, you know, change the tide on um, where votes go. Um, we did see a bunch of that stuff with Facebook um, and in different uh, worldwide regimes when it came comes to Facebook. So, you know, this is kind of like a very, very big deal. Now, a lot of people are saying um, this meeting or this congressional hearing comes very, very late because, uh, I mean, we're uh, on chat uh, GPT-4, close to releasing 5 at this point, and AIG, uh, or AGI, excuse me, uh, artificial general intelligence has has become so much more of a uh, thing that's in grasp that, you know, this the tech in certain ways many people believe shouldn't have been released without the regulations. Yeah. But now it's time to kind of, you know, steadfast uh, and go heavy into actually trying to get some regulations in and done. Um. I see some scariness in certain ways. There were concerns, like I said, with that. Um, what was also brought up was the um, the fact that jobs are going to be lost, but more will be created because um, the AI is being used as a tool, not a creature that is a thing that we are using that's going to be like taking over. Um, this is more of a... Uh, what do you call a um, 
kind of synergy between the two where you use this to get better at your job and the tool is meant for that only. The CEO went went through some of OpenAI, excuse me, was really going through some real prominent things and I feel like we're going to make some real heavy movements towards some serious regulations, some serious tooling, and some pretty big leaps in how AI is going to work and what will allow AI to do in the next six months to a year. I feel it coming on pretty quickly. I think um, the, the thing that's a little bit like with like chat AI is like um, it can create songs and it can create, you know, so it's like you have to be careful with like, oh, kids and, you know, not propaganda, misinformation. A lot of that stuff is, is has been, was thoroughly talked about during that congressional hearing. And uh, I, I feel like it's it's something that. It's an underlying fear, I feel, for most people. I think that most people, there's, like, like you can pretty much spit a fine, like, fine line between, like, if people are scared of AI and, like, really interested in it. Well, it's not going anywhere, so. Yeah, we're already here. Yeah. So it's past going anywhere. We're here, so I think it's just a point of making sure we don't let it get out of hand. Yeah. Tom Hanks is pretty cool for doing that. I suspect more actors are going to follow the same suit, especially with, if there is a big payday that comes with what Tom Hanks just said, well, maybe, yeah. there's going to, be, especially in perpetuity, there are going to be more actors who may could maybe pass their prime. Like, I'd say probably Bruce Willis could be one of those who are next, where his estate might sign off that. to do I for mean, him to do movies and be deep faked and AI driven. I can see Bruce Willis wanted to do it because he was a a big action star in the '80s and '90s, right? And you know, um, he may want to just keep that kind of legacy alive. I can see Tom Hanks doing it only more so for like, let me make sure my my kids more so like my younger son is taken care of because like one is an actor and this other one is like got the Jamaican accent, and <laughs> who knows if he might need the money? Who <laughs> he might not? <laughs> you know, like that's funny. He, I feel like them, him and his wife be looking at Chad be like. God, we might what need to leave him some money. <laughs> we might need to leave. He got a Jamaican, and we didn't have them around black people for far That's too damn funny. long. Um, how did you feel about Montana being the first um, state to ban TikTok? I know oh. you have your opinions um, about TikTok. I have, yeah, I have my opinions about it, and it's a very trash, very bad app. Um, and it gathers a lot of intrusive information about you. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with them actually doing it, you know, it, at the state level to each state its own, to be honest. But uh, I don't know if it's going to change much of anything for anybody because most of those TikToks just end up on other platforms anyway. Always. Facebook, so Instagram. You're really like... not blocking too much of anything. You might just be. You know, you might have just destroyed one road, but there's like four other ways to get there. So. I think they said too, like if you already have it, then you can keep it. But it's like everybody already has TikTok. So yeah. Like, who's really just now signing up for TikTok? Well, I mean, I don't. I still don't have one. Thing I mean, I don't have one. I I think I have one for a little bit, but yeah. to me, those things are too addictive. I can be on Instagram and not get my data. 
stolen. I'm Gucci. Oh yeah. You know, I don't yeah, need I mean, Russian. Facebook already got all of us anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so. I don't need Russian and Chinese spyware. So I'm, I'm Gucci. <laughs> like Russian Chinese especially for you know so, you know what kills me for people who people who don't have iPhones, people who are like, Oh, the FBI, they could be watching but they got TikToks. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're right. Like you talk about you, you talk like you have all this information, you really like right. diving deep on people looking at your shit right <laughs> those conspiracy but then theories they have tiktoks That's and funny. they don't even know that that yeah that app steals a lot of information oh i'll be putting different names it still is looking at like your ip address and things like that yeah so i don't know to each his own if y'all want somebody in guam to have the information then great i don't, I don't know what to say <laughs> whatever but it just kills me with people who are like very much trying to low-key be off the grid but not really but then they have tiktok like come on make it make sense yeah just because you don't post doesn't mean like you're like you know you're not getting looked at i i, I don't know whatever <laughs> whatever you know what i saw today that i thought was cool as hell there was this little girl who's been missing for like 10 years and she just got found because of an episode of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Oh, no shit. Yeah, there it's was this... one of those episodes worked up to something. Right. Like, you know, Netflix, you know, they have some power to, you know, you know, they be really making me feel like, you know, they probably be like, hey, we want to do a documentary with you. You know, we're going to make you sound good. And they be making them look like villains. I know they be pissed. Mm-hmm. So, but this girl, yeah, six girl missing for six years i guess um the mom kidnapped her and uh she was she was spotted in like a convenience store and the guy who was working at the convenience store he spotted her because he had watched the episode on solved mysteries on netflix and she i think she's getting returned back to her dad and the mom is being held on bond a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bond for child abduction girl like crazy man if we had netflix back in the day i mean i feel like unsolved mysteries and um what was the america's most wanted like they were they were catching people because they were on tv they were on like prime time but like imagine netflix back you know back then or you know social media i feel like a lot more people and kids could have been returned safely yeah I, i i think that's one good thing about the uh bystander syndrome is that phones are always out so things are always kind of recorded in one way shape or form yeah so we still got visuals and everything but then also to to a degree again phones are always out so that still sucks you're like you should help people but to know that uh that helped out after years of her being missing and some dude happened just that happened to be the day and he was like i've seen that face before on my tv he we gotta get some help. Like he probably <laughs> felt like such a superhero. I would too. I'll be having a like, Superman stand, jumping into action. You think he slid over the counter? I would. I'll be like, you staying here <laughs> and locking the door and stuff. Like, but you know, six years, she's a child. So like, imagine her being like six, and then now she's twelve. Like, you yeah. know, you're looking a little bit different. So that was a good eye. That, that is really that is pretty eye. crazy. Um. One last thing I did want to talk about, and it's brief because I'm tired of these two motherfuckers always getting into it, is Blueface and Krishan. Now, Again. the prop I know, right? 
the problem I think with them is that, you know, we're we're really wanting to baby Krishan, right? Like, oh my God, he's being so bad to you. You know, she's pregnant and he seems to be mean on his lies. And I'm like, girl, like he telling you who he is when men tell you, <laughs> men or women, they tell you, this is who I am. I'm a dirtbag. You gonna stay or you gonna leave? I'm a dirtbag. At that point, it's nobody, <laughs> nobody fault but yours, yours. And I think he's also at the point where he's like, "Oh my God, I'm not dealing with something like this." My first day, Mama, she was pregnant. She stayed at home, and you just at the club shaking your ass, twerking around alcohol, drugs. So he's looking at her like, "You was a big idiot, and I can't take you serious as a mother." Mm-hmm. And the whole like. I think she was trying to burn down his house at one point. Like, she burned his plaques and stuff like that. And I think at some point we need to stop actually babying her because I can see on her lies everybody's like, just leave him. Oh, my God, I'm so sad for you. Why are we so sad for her? He literally will – he's saying, I ain't shit, and this bitch is dumb, and, yeah, I'll be doing this, I'll be doing that, so what? And she's staying with him. So when are we going to be done with – I think that goes for any relationship. Like, it's actually very annoying when you see someone with someone that is clearly we can see from the outside looking in. Like, he's saying, like, I'm cheating on you. I don't really fuck with you like that. And they're like, no, no. It's like all these excuses. Yeah. I I don't know. I just wish people in the media would stop feeling bad for her I, I mean i'm sorry to say it because she's gonna do what she's gonna want to do anyways so pretty much I mean, yeah, she's I she that's she's done the same behavior so i see no change i, I don't really have anything much to say about those two because it's been the same cycle like over the and over same fucking cycle right it's so mm-hmm. fucking annoying and people be wanting to put her on their podcast and i'm like why it's gonna be so unorganized it's gonna be so she's not gonna answer questions she's always in her feelings it's like talking to a child, a yeah. big child, and she's pregnant, and I don't know. That's my little two cents because, you know, they've been doing some stuff for the last couple of weeks, and he's just like, you're pregnant, and you're trying to, like, go out, and he made sense to me. I'm not even going to lie. Like, yeah, he a dirtbag, but it don't, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong with what he's saying about being a, being a mother. You're not going to be able to say, oh, I'm going to just still be able to go to the clubs. I mean, as a man, would you want your wife or your girlfriend or someone who's giving birth to your child, do you want them always ripping and running on the streets? That's dumb. Right. So I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess if you met her that way and she's someone who's like, well, I do club appearances. Like, yeah, but at some point that got to stop because, you know, you want to have a baby. Yeah. I mean, immaturity begets immaturity. So, uh I don't yeah, know. They're not the most interesting people to me. I don't like them. Yeah, it's just, you know what, though? I do have to catch a life. I'm into they talk, the, their toxicity. This I can't toxicity. help it. I hate when you say it like she does. <laughs> toxicity? <laughs> what, what's wrong with I'm saying it wrong? Yes. Am I? Yeah. That's a word. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Toxicity is oh. a word. Well, you know, same thing. Tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> Uh, do you have any last words about just our trendy topics for the month? Anything that we missed out? No, I think we hit some some pretty good ones. We'll see what next month brings. This year's going by fast. So it better bring something We'll good. be right back in it anyway. <laughs> right. 
All right, you guys. So I th- want to thank you guys so much for listening every week. Remember, we drop our new episodes every Friday on all streaming platforms. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Yeah.